0: Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. We are in the vineyard here in Walla Walla, and I've got the pleasure of speaking with Casey McClellan, um, owner, founder, winemaker, and now director of, I'm going to call you director of fermentation. Okay, sounds good. For Seven Hills Winery. Check them out at sevenhillswinery.com. And Casey, I'm curious, um, with as many vintages you've had with Seven Hills Vineyard, do you believe there's a fruit profile or a wine profile in Seven Hills, or um, what's your take on that? I
1: absolutely believe that. I've worked with a number of sites around the Pacific Northwest. I've worked with most AVAs in the Pacific Northwest, and um, after making 25 vintages plus of uh, Seven Hills Cab, Seven Hills Merlot, um, there's true terroir there. It's uh, a true typicity to these wines and I describe it as a uh, medium-bodied red uh, balanced style that's a a natural attribute of the vineyard. Uh, Nice acidities and uh, what I think is really great about this site is the range of flavor. You get red and black fruits, you get a nice streak of dried herb through it and um, uh, a vibrancy and a pungency in the wine Uh, and also um, in some years a nice uh, kind of an aperitif like a bitter almond uh, note that ages into marzipan with with time in the bottle we're talking you know six seven eight nine ten years Uh, but the beauty of this site is it produces wines that are flexible with meal time And they are uh, enjoyable throughout the course of a meal. They're they're uh, vibrant and exciting and balanced, and you just you just want to keep drinking them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you you got me there. I'm sipping while you're speaking. I'm sipping both of the 2011 and the 2007 Hills Cabernet Vineyard, uh, Seven Hills Vineyard Cabernet Sauvignon, and um, yeah, they are full of flavor. But uh, I think your call on medium body is really true. It's um, as much as we want sometimes Cabernet to to knock us over to give us a big punch because, you know, it's going with our big steak. These wines are really, there's more of an elegance to these wines with that acidity that carries it than there is the blockbuster tannin that like knocks me, you know, I got to sit down and just wait for this wine to dissolve, dissipate. I like the elegance here.
1: Yeah, I mean, we work with other sites that where we really go for the power, you know, our Red Mountain vineyards, uh, uh, blocks are a great example of that. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, the great thing you work with different areas, you get different wine personalities and, uh, it's all good.
0: It's all good. Um, I like the fact that, uh, so for all the happy hour radio listeners out there, um, there's a new invention out uh, in the wine world, and it's called the Corvain. This is a wine extraction system, really. This is where you um, take a uh, medical, what do you call the steel? Medical surgical uh, steel? Surgical grade steel. Surgical grade steel, inject it through the cork, and you can extract wine and uh, replace it with a inert gas to alleviate any or to prohibit any oxidation which is what will you know rapidly deteriorate um a fragile wine of uh, wines with delicate delicacy and uh some of the old wines like this 2000 and i'm really cool that i've never had it i've never seen it it's uh it looks like something dangerous yeah, yeah if you poke yourself it is
1: I, <laughs> it's a pretty sharp needle but you can extract your blood yeah you can do a blood sample I <laughs> that's a new toy yeah we're having a lot of fun with
0: it where's Corvain made you know I don't this know it looks like something from Germany uh, yeah it looks sort of but the name seems yeah. just a little American company though
1: is it Corvin Burlington Massachusetts
0: uh, hi. There yeah. go. I like it cool yeah, it's been very, very useful. Well, tell us about uh, the variety of wines that you're producing these days at Seven Hills Winery.
1: So it kind of, you know, I've had a, a lot of fun over the years
0: working in the Walla Walla Valley. We've, uh, you
1: know, planted and made some of the first Tempranillo released in, in modern times in Washington State. Um, we've done Rhone varietals. We were the second Syrah producer in Walla Walla Valley. but. After all that fun and games over the years, which was you know exciting and dynamic, we've come back to our roots. I like to say where we're focused back in on all all the manifestations of Bordeaux red, and so that's that's really the heart of our winery. Always has been as much as we played around over the years, and so now I'm looking at uh, you know Cab is really the heart of the business, and so that's most of our uh, production. Uh, we also still make Merlot, and uh, I wish we were tasting one today, but we'll have to save that for next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the four lesser-known Bordeaux Reds, which we all vinify, uh, Carminier, Malbec, uh, Petit Bordeaux, and of course, Cap Franc. Um, and I've actually brought bought uh, brought a, um, a, a very exciting Malbec uh, bottling that uh, comes from our new uh, estate vineyard uh, to try with Chris today, so... Uh, uh, it's a great illustration of some new directions uh, viticulturally for us, and uh, I think a uh, pretty exciting wine. I call it a wow wine. But. A wow wine. <laughs> I, like,
0: I like wow. Um, this is the McClellan Estate Vineyard, and I understand this is adjacent to the original Seven Hills Vineyard? Yeah, they touch on one corner, so
1: similar soils, climate. Uh, What differs is the planting of the vineyard and the trellising and training system and uh, a little bit different management approach as to what we're trying to do there.
0: Sure. You know, when you say they're touching, I always uh, think of that... uh, uh... Um, fresco on top of the ceiling where David, or, you know, God's touching <laughs> the right. fingers the are touching. Fingers, yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's my idea. The you are touching. There's some, you know, grace being. A, uh, yeah, kind of symbolic. I yes. guess. <laughs> so, how old or when was the McClellan Estate Vineyard planted? The first
1: first blocks went in in uh, 2003, and we planted a uh, mix of five uh, Bordeaux varietals. So. the The big chunk of it, about six acres, is Cabernet Sauvignon on a Geneva double curtain trellis. And the rest is Capronc, Merlot, Petit
0: Verdot, and and
1: Malbec on more traditional vertical shoot position
0: trellis. Well, interesting. You brought up the Geneva double curtain. And this is like, you know, what it reminds me of is one of those old big-time wrestling moves. Yeah, it does. It sounds I'm exciting, doesn't it? it? Oh my goodness, he's got the Geneva double curtain. He's out. Well, tell us what that looks like. If if you're in Walla Walla, what you'll find is a single cordon, right? is basically Yeah, the, uh,
1: and 99% of probably of the acreage in the state is a single cordon, you know, vertical shoot positioned approach yeah. in its various um, versions. Uh, but what we were looking for was to... Uh, Create a canopy that gave more light and air circulation to the fruit and that made the most of this beautiful sunshine that we have here 300 days a year and was appropriate to the climate and the soils. And so uh, back in the day, Ken Hart and I came up with this idea. We called it the Hart-McClellan modified geneva double curtain it's like the world's longest trellis <laughs> name <laughs> so we own that i mean but uh we adapted this It's an old system that was originally used in new york state back in the 50s invented by a guy named nelson shawless anyway
0: oh my um, goodness is that a uc we, davis fact uh
1: that is a fact that's a <laughs> fact yeah um and uh but we thought let's adapt this to washington okay we got cold winters so let's shorten it up a little bit do tighter plantings um, make the most of our our um, soils and sunlight Um, and uh, you know so if we have to retrain after a very cold winter we got less cordon to grow and um, Tighter plantings is uh, the same thing. You shorten the trunk length and um, get more uh, density within the vineyard. So it's a very productive system, but it's a system in balance that produces cab with a gr- great fruit middle. So, um,
0: does that change that? the total tonnage for an, uh, an acre? Is it does the trellis or the vine able to produce more clusters that ripen evenly and Yes, because it's a
1: system that uh, it's divided. So you have these two curtains um, that come off sideways off the the middle of the trellis, and the middle is open to the light. So in effect, you almost have two rows of grapes within one. So you can consistently grow four and a half tons per acre with awesome quality, great fruit intensity, beautiful thick uh, flavors. um, And I've been very,
0: very pleased with that. So you said you have uh, five of the Bordeaux varieties. Tell, are you growing Carmonier there? Carmonier is the one we don't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's the odd man
1: out. Because I thought, you know, I I, I won't use Carmonier that much in my, you know, Tad de Cuvée, Pentad blend. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll use Cap Franc. And it ends up being that uh, I use Carmonier more often than that than Cap Franc. So if I was doing it again, Chris, I'd probably say, okay, really? let's, let's plant Carmonier instead stick You like
0: Carmonier? Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. It's... Got to be carefully grown, cropped right, and it helps if it's a warm year. (laughs) So it's not every year it goes into the blend. Because green
0: carmineer is uh, you could you could scare away the uh, use that as a theft deterrent. That's right. (laughs) You you taste this once, you'll never open that bottle again. (laughs) We are speaking with Casey McClellan uh, of Seven Hills Winery. Check it out: SevenHillsWinery.com. And we're Mm -hmm. going to jump into his 2012 McClellan Estate Vineyard. Malbec Reserve. So tell us about this wine, Casey.
1: So it's kind of a, a, a different thing to do a Reserve Malbec, but uh, this wine uh, blew us away, literally, in the first tasting of the vintage uh, back in January last year. Um, this is a fan-trained uh, Malbec that was planted in 2008, so um, fifth leaf uh fruit but this system maximizes fruit expression and we've got incredible intensity this this wine just shouts out malbec out of the glass and uh we were so excited by this that uh, we said we we have to bottle this separately it's only 100 cases but uh it deserved uh its own time in the glass just by itself and it's
0: uh, 100% yeah 100% um, Malbec. It's, it's
1: beautiful and uh uh, that wonderful passion fruit and blueberry pie in the nose and then that seductive palate that's just rich you'd, you'd almost think there's so much apparent fruit sweetness in it that there's residual sugar but it is a bone dry red thank goodness yeah so and what's uh, the
0: alcohol here um we're
1: probably in the 14s yeah so that's, yeah that's
0: I mean, to have that much fruit expression, and to be uh, moderate, to moderate plus alcohol, um, I would expect it to be a lot heavier and hotter with that much fruit. But you've, you've, your deft uh, balance and elegance. Um, I mean, if you can call this wine elegant, I think the acidity in it is uh, provides a, a graceful backbone to it. Yeah. But it is very fleshy, um, and it smells like Malbec. And I'm, I'm pleased that we can find that because Malbec should smell like Malbec and the the only Malbecs we smell typically are ones from Argentina so that's our baseline and they make some great wines down there Um, this could also serve as uh, tattoo ink I think
1: yes exactly Yeah, (laughs) ideally you'd be getting a tattoo of our Seven Hills logo I was going to say do you
0: have one yet? do you have one Uh, somewhere?
1: uh, I don't but I know other people that do really? that's fun that's fun yeah, I mean the the, the Malbec s- sensory signature is so unique that why would you ever want to cover it up with you know hyper maturity or too much oak? It's just so. Yeah, I was gonna say so you, your, your oak ex- your uh, um, influence here is uh, minimal. Yeah, Thirty percent new Hungarian, mostly Francois Fer Hungarian oak, a little bit of Russian oak from Seguin just enough to kind of lift it and
0: you know. And that's cool. all natural acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, balanced, beautiful. I'm very sensitive to the acidulation, and I find that it's very uncomfortable for me. It's almost like um, it could be vinegar at that point. Um, yeah, can be a little jagged. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just disjointed. Mm-hmm. But this is oh, shit, this is really yummy. All right, everybody, find this wine. Uh, only 100 cases in, uh, and counting. Of the Malbec Reserve uh, Seven Hills Vineyard, uh, Walla Walla Valley McClellan Estate, McClellan Estate, and uh, have the daughters got um, involved in the business?
1: Well, from time to time, yeah, they worked for us at events and stuff over the years. They helped us label, you know, mailings at the house. We kind of press gang them into it, and uh, they've done uh, a lot of hospitality events for us, helping out with their you know big tastings and stuff. Um, Currently, none of them is uh, directly involved, but uh, we'll see what happens with time. It, you know, you know, sometimes it just takes a little time away to you know, look back and go, you know, that was kind of a fun business to be in. So, <laughs>
0: the big city yeah. has its draws and has its attractions, mm-hmm. and Walla Walla certainly is one of the attractions here in um, Washington State. Uh, Casey, this has been really fun for me. Thanks so much for joining me uh, for our In the Vineyard series here on Happy Hour Radio. Did you have a good time?
1: Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been a great chat, and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime.
0: I wholeheartedly agree, because I get a chance to taste great wine. And here's a cheers to you. Cheers. Thanks for being on Happy Hour Radio. Yeah, my pleasure, Chris.